Welcome everybody to Randomly Speaking with KP and Rain. Let's get to it. Welcome everybody. What's up? Hello. 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 It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Please won't you be my neighbor. Hi neighbor. Hi neighbor. Hello neighbors. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, another week? Another Friday? Yes. Uh, welcome everybody to the podcast. It's How you doing? Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. Yay, Fridays. Friday the 15th. Just don't have the same ring, do it? No. Damn shame. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all of those who will be getting slizzard on green beer this weekend. Happy day excuses of for drinking. Congratulations. <laughs> Basically, uh, happy white freak, Nick. Yeah. Basically, so, uh, yeah. Just, just an excuse to get drunk and act a fucking fool. I hope y'all enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that. Enjoy mm-hmm. that. You know, especially young people. Get... I have a different type of green. <laughs> you. You know, I enjoy that. Celebrate your green however it comes to you. Mm-hmm. I just did. There you go. Um. So, this is the regular podcast. Thanks for all of our listeners to the bonus podcast. Um, that we dropped Wednesday. We dropped that Wednesday. We did drop it Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Adventures that's... in Babysitting, the <laughs> 1987 version with Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue, also with Vincent D'Onofrio. Yes. Did not realize he was in there. Like he is in every fucking thing. I, I don't know. He's like he's like he's famous for being on. <coughs> excuse me, Law and Order, spe- not Special Victims Unit, the other one, Criminal Intent. Mm. He's like one of the main characters on there. But he's been a character actor for a long time, so yeah. Um, episode's called "Don't Fuck with the Babysitter." Yes, yeah. catchy. <laughs> I love that fucking title. It's yes. great. Um, so, so go I'm check so that out movie. if you want to hear about our yep. take on '80s movies, our love of movies. That's going to be kind of an ongoing thing, monthly. Um, kind of like a monthly thing. Maybe if we feel like doing more, but for now it's monthly. Um, so been a lot of fuck shit this week. Has it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, do you want to start or do you want me to start? You go right ahead. Okay. So, my fuck shit is not... It's just normal fuck shit and then we go get to some real fuck shit when rain come in. Okay. So, my fuck shit of the week, okay, and my topic of the week is culture vultures. Culture vultures. So... Culture vultures. Culture vultures, right. For those, those of you... things that in the sky... Mm-hmm. With a big ass, because, you know, they're still in the culture, but they're also vultures, so there's vultures with big asses. <laughs> I, I mean, like, Those I think you're confusing vultures. people. 
for those like those of you who know know those of you who don't know a culture vulture is someone who picks off of the that's what a female culture vulture looks like <laughs> i mean right culture vulture refers to someone who is not oh of hip hop traditionally feasting off of hip hop well i wouldn't even say hip hop just a culture in general okay all right who appropriates but the culture with no respect shown to the culture hip hop culture vultures well, I'm talking about a very specific culture vulture. Okay. And how that culture vulture moves. Okay. Um, but for general purposes, a culture vulture is someone who profits off of a culture mm-hmm. while being adjacent or in the culture while showing no respect to the culture from which they make their coin. Definition. Right. So, um, I would say culture vultureship is as American as apple pie, which mm-hmm. is hilarious because apple pie is not really American; it's Dutch. So like there that, you go. There's another. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just just letting y'all know. Oh, like, well, this is American it's apple pie. Apple pie in American is Dutch. Almost nothing's American. Catch like, bitch. Yeah, you know, American is like Creole and Cajun cuisine, mm. jazz, hip hop. Mm. That's about it. Look how we are. Yeah. We are American. barbecue. Barbecue is American. American than y'all are, but you're, yeah. you know, I'm just saying, I'm like, just understand what you're saying when you say it. Um, so the culture vulture I am speaking about is um, Yes Jules. Yes Jules. Yes Jules. Okay, so I was unaware of who this I... person. Yeah, I guess she's a person. She's a person. She she's is a human. person, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I want to be slanderous, but I guess I won't. Don't do that. <laughs> I guess I won't. Uh, so Yes Jules is on a podcast uh, by Murder Mook. Who is kind of like an industry battle rapper. Um, According to Joe Budden. That's how I know. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, apparently this person has been problematic for quite a long time. So for those of you who don't know. Jess Jules is um, Caucasian. Who moves in the circles of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, and has been accused she of. She used to work at Def Jam apparently. Mm-hmm. Worked at but Def Jam. Um, allegedly her entry into the industry was on Black Penis, which a lot of people's entry into the culture is, mm-hmm. i.e. Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. But whereas Kim Kardashian, as problematic as she has been... They're slight cultural vultures. Well, but they, like, I think, well, the rest of the family might be, but I think that Kim has always shown respect. Okay. Comparatively speaking. Okay. Comparatively speaking, your she, opinion has Kim Kardashian not spoken up upon issues that affect Black people mostly in a positive manner. I'm rolling my eyes. So okay, hard it's right look. Now, I understand. Just, look, I understand. It's hard to give the Kardashians credit for anything besides being the Kardashians. I just, I personally feel, and this is slightly, totally off topic. Mm-hmm. I feel that she's doing this right now because Kanye Ashley thinks he's going to run in 2020. And this is going to be the platform that they run on or whatever. I, hey, I, if I Donald Trump can be president, all, anyone no, can be. No, no, I, They no. shouldn't be, but mm-mm, they can be. Look. <laughs> I don't need a president. Well, we already got one nut job. Okay. I don't need another one who go off his mans and just start doing crazy shit. Look, I, look like, no. like I said, we are living in a brave new world. The only thing that's going to save us from Kanye being president is the fact that he's black. Right, this country is still hella fucking racist. Right, it's okay for a white man to be unhinged, but a, a nigga unhinged, nah, nah. 
uh, that ain't gonna happen. Back to Yes Jules. Right. So, so Yes Jules has been problematic for a while. So, we'll get to the to the shit that happened this week with her, and then we'll give a, I'll give a little background as far as I know. Now again, these are cliff notes. This is very barely researched, so all of these things are allegedly, okay? So really? <laughs> let's, spr- let's sprinkle some allegedly all over this oh, right now. Oh, you're have a bunch of allegedly. It's about to be all kind of allegedly around here, but this okay. is from what I can gather. So, Yes Jules. Oh, boy. Yes Jules on a podcast featuring Murder Mook, and she starts speaking on people in the industry that we follow. Joe Button, Scotty Beam. Mm-hmm. Karen Civil, I wasn't aware who Karen Civil was until this. I had to go, you know. Probably still might want to do a little yeah. research, but nah, nah. Research sounds like work. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> you sound like the average person on Twitter. Hey, look. But I did. I have reasoning and critical thinking, so I think I might come off just a little better. Of course, I might come off wholly ridiculous. So anyway. Mm-hmm. She goes on there, and she's on the podcast, mm-hmm. and I haven't watched the whole podcast, but the sections that I watched, I watched like about 20, 30 minutes of it, and there's a section that's like wholly problematic for me, in which you have this very lily white woman slandering two black women, and Karen Civil and Scotty Bean, mm-hmm. and a black man, Joe Button. Mm-hmm. And Sin. And Sin Santana, a Latin woman, Joe Button's fiance, mm-hmm. for their alleged attack on her, which was really in response to her being ridiculous. But this was some years ago. But right. You know, whatever. Well, whatever. She's bringing some three year old shit up. I don't. All right. While, while simultaneously being problematic in the moment. Mm. So. A brief history. Apparently, Miss Yes Jules loves black dick. Duh. Right. As <laughs> a lot of a lot of Caucasian females do. Right? And like a certain percentage of Caucasian females, she thinks that taking black penis gives her the right to co- comment on black culture. In a way... She's been in the culture for five right, years. Right. No. The, no. Be, being in the culture... She's having the having fucking years. black people does not mean you're in the culture. It means the culture's inside of you for those moments when the penis is inside of you. But she managed people. And, nah. No, no, no. No. See, that's, that, that would be her way of thinking. So That's what I'm saying. She was mad at her black boyfriend at the time. And she tweeted a picture of a shirt that said, Niggas be lying or something to that effect. That's what it said. It said, Niggas be lying. Mm-hmm. And she goes... Should I should I wear this tonight or not? And of course, the answer is always no. The answer is no. And Black Twitter dragged her ass as they should have three years ago. Three. This is three years ago. She's still talking about this shit. Talking about well, I didn't type it. Well, first of all, let's get this over with and done with. Okay. Here are the rules, my dear Caucasian people. Okay. Dear you cannot, white people. dear white people, you cannot say nigga. You cannot tweet nigga. You cannot tweet a picture of nigga. If I see you tweet ninja, I know you mean nigga. If I see you tweet nipper, I know you mean nigga. What? If you try and get cute and tweet anything that has an N-I with an A at the end or an E-R at the end and a double letter somewhere in there, you mean nigga. I'm going to take it as nigga. (laughs) 
I know that's no, because like white I'm people, sure that's like that's, white that's white people white people code for nigga is saying ninja now. Yeah, I know. Right, but they mean yeah, nigga. Okay, mm-hmm. we know what you mean. Stop it. Okay, mm-hmm. stop trying to get off your racism. Okay, mm-hmm. if you gonna be a racist, say the full word so we can call you the fucking racist and take the consequences. Stop trying to sidestep that shit. They don't want Right? Do yeah, they don't want to be the social pariah, so they trying to fact. We trying to make it cultural. You guys get to say it. First of all, fuck you, okay? If you want to say the word so bad, I tell you what. I tell you what. White people, if you want to say the word nigga so bad, freely, give us all of your privilege, all of your power, and we'll give you that word. I'll trade. I'll trade. That's right? not going to happen. But you got to switch places with us. That's never right? going to happen. You, you, have, you have to be denied loans. You have to get accosted and killed by police for no fucking reason. You got you got to take all the baggage that comes with it, my nigga, right? You you want to say the word? You want it that bad? It just it just burns you up that your lily white lips are not allowed to say the word nigga, right? Let me Fine. Tell you what would happen if white people woke up one day and were black? They lose their fucking mind. They killed themselves. It it happened. It happened. Two thousand eight, when the economy crashed. And white people for the first time in our lifetime realized that they just couldn't go out and get a job whenever the fuck they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They were killing themselves like a motherfucker. Yeah, but it would be on a greater scale. Yeah, because imagine that being your just imagine that being your everyday. No matter how educated you were. That's what it is to be black in this country. I, I wake up to it every day. Okay? <laughs> like y'all ain't built for this shit. Shut the fuck up. Okay, stop crying. And so she was crying about that shit. And then she goes to dragging Scotty Bean talking about some old shit. Joe Budden mad because. So first she tries to make it like Joe Budden was calling her thirsty. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't appreciate didn't it? He, he called me like three that. times. So she's trying to say that he was trying to get at her. Right. Yeah. But then she, she goes back a little later on and goes, well he, well, he was trying to, you know, get these pants returned. Well, he w- he had bought some really apparently ugly sweatpants. I like all these sweatpants. Okay, I, remember I don't him talking about this on his podcast. Right. So apparently he 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 had bought like some sweatpants. They were ugly as fuck. Again, three right. years. Four hundred four hundred fucking dollars sweatpants. First of all, you spending four hundred dollars on sweatpants, my nigga. Something wrong. Bought them from Kith. That's K I T H. That's a very high end store. It's sweatpants. Yeah, I know what they are. I can go to Walmart, nigga. Straight up. <laughs> Go like it's just it's just fucking sweatpants. Fuck the vibe. Sweatpants are sweatpants. Like I get like she y'all that's the problem. Motherfuckers y'all paying like motherfuckers are paying four hundred dollars for a white t shirt with Supreme on the front. What the fuck? Nah, fuck that. This is this is I'm I ain't off track. I'm on track here. Okay. All right. Because this is where all of this shit, the confluence of all this stupid shit, is where you get people like Yes Jules thinking that it's okay for her. To be in here talking shit to black women as a fucking white woman. Okay, with your diaper booty ass. Okay, talking about, I ain't never had no surgery. Bitch, your legs don't match your ass. First signs of surgery. I don't believe, I'm sorry, I do not believe that you have never had any surgery whatsoever. Because I I can see her nose job. I don't believe it. I can see her nose job. Are are we done with her? Oh, no, I'm I'm just getting started. Okay. I'm Carry just getting on. started. So, as she's talking, and she's slandering black people left and right, Joe Budden and Scotty Beam and all of these, Murder Mook, 
He hears ass, and he is so excited. So comfortable and excited in this chair, just sideways, upside down. It's fucking. You put your legs across the side of the goddamn chair. Real femaleish. Real femaleish. Like, what is wrong with you? Did you call yourself trying to be cool or some shit? So she like, she like. So she's over there trying to explain, and she got that. You know, so this is what's happening, right? She got that real kind of high pitched, you know. Thing what she doing like, duh, 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 duh. like she, you could tell she, she kind of touched all over again. right she, she hyping herself up so she could talk some shit right and she said she mentioned about her ass he go what wait what ass what get up move around before in his life what the fuck is wrong my with nigga, nigga you is super thirsty super thirsty and then he says the dumbest shit in the history of creation oh you black nigga no nigga no, she's not look I know you want to fuck her ugly white ass, okay? Because she is busted, okay? Let's just say it. But that's to me, right? Fine. So you don't think she busted. You want to fuck. Don't sell out your entire fucking culture trying to get a little piece of pussy, my nigga. Especially community pussy. Because that bitch for everybody. Mm. She for everybody. Allegedly. 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 Right. (laughs) Sprinkle some allegedly on that. But yo, don't, but not allegedly for you. Okay? Oh, well, you black. That bitch is not black. Allegedly. uh, allegedly. No, that ain't allegedly. He said that shit. She has been charged with prostitution on several occasions, and she has a sex tape out there. Allegedly. I mean, but you know, in this day's age, who don't have a fucking sex tape out? Like, Uh, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna kill a motherfucker for having a sex tape. What I am gonna kill somebody for is, yeah, alleged facts, Mm -hmm. opinion, innuendo, whatever. Mm -hmm. Look, what I am gonna kill somebody for is Murder Mook's response to her, right? (coughs) Never tell a white person that they're black because they're not. They're just not. Well, he grew up with black white people, and And, they used to say nigger around him, and he was cool with. Then, then that's you. That's you. Bother me. Yeah, well, I mean, look, if it, if it don't bother you, then you go be Samuel L. Jackson in Django Unchained. Okay? You go coon it up, my nigga. But don't, but don't you dare try and let a white person know that your coonery extends to us all. Because that's what you was doing. You was cooning. You got a, you got a whiff of some white pussy and you just didn't know what the fuck to do with yourself. You like wait, wait. There's a sex tape. Wait, yo, chill, <laughs> chill, man. The way he jumped up, yo, and was looking out the window like he was reflecting, like really man, hard. Like, like you, you are you that pressed? I don't understand. And she was looking like I could see if she was like whipped and died and laid to the side. You know what I'm saying? If she was over there looking her best. She looked just bummy as fuck. She, she, like, I mean, she was just there bummy as fuck. It's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, you just... And she ain't showing no interest in you thirsty as fuck. Why are you so thirsty? With your goddamn grandma cardigan on. When did that become yeah. a fucking thing? That's a thing. That's a thing? That's a thing. Nick, oh, Nick look terrible. Look, Nick Cannon was fucking Mariah Carey. Nick Cannon money long. He can wear whatever the fuck he want because... He looks, uh, what's the word for it? Eclectic. Right? Eclectic. Right. Yeah, it's eclectic because he got the money to make it eclectic. Eclectic is uh, rich for a terrible dresser. <laughs> right. That's what it is. Rich for terrible dresser. That's what it is. 
No, you don't, you know, because you got enough money, you don't want to offend them. You're like, oh, that's eclectic. means it's ugly. Mm. Right? But also, Nick Cannon is a dad. Nick Cannon got grown man swag. You know what I'm saying? But Nick Cannon get out there and Martin dress. Luke is also a dad and also grown. He yeah, but grown. He, got, he, got, he, got, he got real teenager swag. Like okay. I like yo sit in the chair normal, Mike. Why the fuck is you sideways? What's wrong with you, Mike? In the chair, <laughs> like what? The, what the fuck is wrong with you? You got on ripped jeans and a grandma sweater, laying sideways in a one. It's not even a fucking love seat. It's a it's an armchair. <laughs> you you so you. <laughs> so pressed, so pressed for the thought of some white pussy that everybody else done been in. Mm. Allegedly. Alleg- allegedly. But he was definitely pressed. That's not alleged. That it was obvious that oh, he was pressed. Everybody said that. You so pressed and you go set like this is where the this is what happens. But we're supposed to be talking about yes Jules though. Cultural well culture. yeah, right. So like the way cultural vultures work mm-hmm. is that you get someone who's inside or, you know, gets a little taste of the industry, a little taste of the culture. Right, and for a lot of uh, people, that comes from who they date. Right? right. So, if you're a white woman or a white man, you date a black woman or black man. However, that goes, depending on your identity and all of that. Gay, straight, cis, whatever. We get it. Right. But if you date someone outside of your race, right, you're you're thrust into their culture because by the nature of you dating them, you have to be around their people and all of that. Right. So you what you should do? To. Well, I mean, I mean but in you, general, if, if it's if it's an actual relationship, okay. you're going to be a part of their culture, right? Well, you're going to be a part of their familial culture, mm-hmm. right? So, like, as a my man who dated Hispanic women in my earlier life, like I was thrust into that world a little bit, mm-hmm. right? You. And so, well, what happens is is that you need to be respectful and understand that. There are things that they say to each other that you simply cannot. Right. There are things that are for them because they grew up in them. They went through those struggles as a people. And you need to be respectful of that at all fucking times. You don't get to tell... Like, if just because... Hypothetically, right? If I was married to a Hispanic woman. Mm. Right? I don't, I don't get to go... I don't get to go and tell Hispanic people how to be fucking Hispanic. And what the problem with Hispanics are. Right? That's not my fucking place, right? right I am a right. guest in their culture. Right. Right? I was lucky enough to get, you know, this Spanish woman, this Hispanic woman to fall in love with me. What's her name? I don't know. Whatever her name is. <laughs> right? This is a hypothetical. Hey, I thought maybe you had the flesh though hypothetical. No, no. I mean, like, I've, I've dated, like, Hispanic women. I'm not going to use their name on this podcast. but Very wise. Right. That's just... that's tacky as fuck right <laughs> but i'm just saying like but like or if you date someone asian or if you date someone black or if you date someone who is from the motherland from africa or different parts of africa right mm-hmm. like you know um people date nigerians or someone who if you date someone from the islands dominican or anything like that you learn to be a part of that culture but there's always there should always be respect right and the problem that i have with yes jules is that she shows a lack of respect, which is a problem for a lot of culture vultures, mm-hmm. right? That's the that's the number one thing you'll see with every culture vulture is that there is a lack of respect for the culture in which they make their money, 
in which they are a part of or they want desperately to be a part of. Mm. Right? What's the difference between the Beastie Boys and Vanilla Ice? Longevity? It's it's respect. <laughs> right? The Beastie Boys were a punk rock band mm-hmm. who fell in love with hip-hop and started making hip-hop music. Right, right. But at no point did they try to be black. Right? They made the music no. they liked the way that they liked. They right. were on Def Jam. Yeah. Right? Which was, at the time, really the only black hip-hop label for a long time. Right? Def Jam is like the label. LL Cool J, all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Run DMC. Russell Simmons. So, they made the music that they wanted to make. They didn't try to say that they were blacker than black people. They just who they were who they were. And that was enough. Because they knew that what they were was enough. Right? Vanilla Ice was trying so hard to be black that it came off as phony. Because it was. Right? I personally don't think he wanted to be that way. I think the label wanted him to be that way. But it, he, looked, he looked fucking ridiculous. Yes. Right? Yes. Like with Eminem in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Not now, but in the beginning. Right? No one questioned him. Right, because Eminem wasn't trying to be black. He was just hardcore. Right. He was a white boy from Detroit, wrong side of the tracks. And he just, he got down how he got down. He was a vicious rapper, a vicious battle rapper. Be rabbit. Right, you know what I'm saying? But also, he had Dre behind him. You know what I'm saying? That helps. Right. I mean, duh. You know, but like, he just, like, that's how he moved. Right, but he, at no point... And Eminem can be problematic in his own right about women and things like that. But that's another subject for another podcast. Yes. Right. But at no point did you ever feel that Eminem was a culture vulture. He put all his boys on or he tried to. You know, it might not have worked so well. Right. But that might be more about him being a businessman than about him being a rapper. But he always showed respect to the culture of which he made his money, made his name, made his fortune. Right, this woman shows no respect. Right, because all the time she's always coming, she's always coming for black women. Right, she always got something to say about another black woman. First of all, they ain't said shit about you. So why the fuck you always got another black woman's name in your mouth? Keep that black penis in your mouth. Why are you talking about something from three years ago? Right, and why the fuck? Why the fuck did you mention Scotty Bean? I don't because she almost got jumped apparently. Right, allegedly. and 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 allegedly, and according to her, Triple uh, X Extension, yeah, the guy who got shot and killed, mm-hmm. stayed by her side. So, black penis protected you from black pussy because they was gonna beat your punk ass the fuck up because you out here running your mouth reckless. You running your mouth reckless, and what's gonna happen is you go write a check. Your mouth go write a check that your fake ass can't cash, and when they come for you, they go beat the brakes off of you. And you're going to be all in the motherfucking police station suing, talking about, they beat me up. But you was, yo, keep that same motherfucking energy. Talking about, we can talk whenever you want to talk. What? Nah, ain't no talking. <laughs> it's going to be hands on sight. And you ain't got no hands. You want to know how I know you ain't got no hands? Because if you had hands, it would have already been hands. Because you talking like you got well, that's hands. That's If you had hands, it would already be hands. Because people who got hands, they don't talk about their hands. They you just know, throw their hands. That's a word. I'm just saying. So, 
Keep your culture vulture ass the fuck out. And yo, Murder Mook, stop playing yourself. Okay, it's plenty of white women who you can fuck. I guarantee you. You have some fame. You have a semi-success. You have a successful podcast. You know, like you, you're you're of the industry. You might not be on top of it, but you're in it. Who am I to judge? No, I mean, like he he's he's making moves and he's like he's doing well for himself. Different. Don't play yourself, right? Because now you look like a fucking fool because you don't attach yourself to this stupid bitch. Well, that might help him. We don't know. She don't know how to move right. Because mm. if she knew how to move right, she'd be ahead. Well, she in this. She been in this business five years, you know. She and and uh, and out, and so. the only thing that she has to show for it is bullshit. I don't know. I don't know. Right? Like, like, there's a way to do drama. Like, okay. Again, going back to the Kardashians, the Kardashians do drama, Jesus but Christ. they have TV shows off that drama. They make money off their drama. Right? You know what I'm saying? Their shit they is for t- drama. Right. Well, they yeah they do. They it's storylines, right? Mm-hmm. But they they are getting paid, right? They got compounds in Calabasas off they drama. All money ain't good money. Huh? All money ain't good money. Hey, look. If let me tell you something. I know that. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if I have to sell my soul for the money, it's not worth it. No, not at all. Right. And that's where. Murder Mook is disappointing as a black person. Hmm. Right? Because you caping for the wrong side. She ain't for you, my nigga. You you over here Captain Saver hoeing. Don't save her. Don't just let she let her let her burn. Saved. You know what I'm saying? You like all you have to do is just shut the fuck up. Why the fuck was the only person speaking about how problematic she was the white guy? I don't know. The white guy was the only one who had any cultural that. fucking sensitivity. I don't understand. It was that. it was two niggas up there, and then this lily white bitch and the white dude, the whitest person, who, like the one guy who didn't look like he was industry anything, yeah. just a plain white dude just sitting there like, well, you know, this is problematic. That's problematic. Like just point out, my, yo, mm. two brothers on that stage, y'all ain't one of them just quiet. Yeah, he didn't say shit. He didn't say he had nothing to say. And the other one caping like a motherfucker for you. And the white dude's like, yo, that's problematic. Thank you, my guy. <laughs> for pointing out what every black person who heard that shit was like, yo, what the fuck is she talking about? So, I'm done with that. That problematic bullshit. All, to all you culture vultures, understand this. The culture will come for you. And when it comes for you, it's going to be ugly. So, I suggest... Ugly. That if you if you if you call yourself being a part of this industry, right, or being a part of a culture or making your money off the culture, that you show respect, right? And respect isn't like bowing or kissing rings. It's just like don't be an asshole, right? Just don't be an asshole. Just shut the fuck up. Do your shit. Don't be toxic. Bitch, be humble. Thank you. <laughs> just just be humble. Yeah, just fucking. <laughs> Ridiculous. So, that's my little rant for today. Oh, that was no little rant about that one. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, that shit pissed me the fuck off. What She pissed me off, but what really pissed me off was he, his reaction to her. Because I think that a lot of bullshit like this 
is because of things like that. Like that's and that goes to my feelings on um interracial relationships, especially with white people. Mm. Right? And it's like you love who you love, right? And that's true. Right. But the problem I always had personally is that how do I know that when some shit goes down that happens to me because I'm black? How do I know that that person's gonna understand and be there for me, or they go really get real Caucasian on me at that moment? And I didn't want to have to look at somebody that I love different because of some shit like that. But you don't. That ain't a guarantee. <laughs> that's not a guarantee, even with someone who is the same race. Right. You. That's true. That's but I mean, like, I, I, I just. But like, it's like. Yeah. That you know what you're right. Yeah. You're right. But like for me, it was just like. Mm. And then also, I think a lot of white women fetishize black men. I don't know. Yeah, there's a whole lot of that. Just look at your porn categories. Porn categories tell you I tell all the fetishes. Those categories, but yeah, you understand that they are categories. No, it's not. No, it's, it's a very specific category. BBC. Well, I go by the pictures. <laughs> BBC. There's a whole category of just white women taking BBC. Oh, big black cock. cock yes. Oh, look at that. We learned that is That day. is an entire category. And the number one consumer of porn are white men. So what the fuck does that tell you? That's gross. Yeah. So y'all like watching black guys ram white women. Yep. Uh, okay. But that's that, that goes what back to like... Is. Remember in uh, Django Unchained when they... Uh, Candy, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character had two black dudes fighting. Yeah, like that's that goes back to slavery days. Wow. Like they used to they used to mate the big black buck. Yeah, and they used to watch them have sex. Yes. So I that's know. that's that that has that has slavery undertones to it. Wow. And so that's that's go? that's where. Wow. But but serious, like, but that's that's kind of that's where the yes jewels murder move shit becomes extremely problematic for me. Okay. Right, it's because it 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 harkens back to that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I know I got a little got Deep. way off track, but I digress. <laughs> so, okay. Um, Sorry, I'm just like I'm I'm done. I'm just like ugh. So. Never happen to predictability. You ain't shit. I think I think yeah. Everywhere you look, white people is white people is. Uh-uh. No, no, yeah. stop! Mm-mm, don't do that. So Aunt Becky, Aunt Becky, is enthralled. Ooh, big word. In this uh, embroiled. You said enthralled. Enthralled. No, enthralled. Enthralled means to be fascinated by, uh, like well, in a thrall. Embroiled. About her being involved <laughs> yes. in this scandal has mm. got the world looking at what has been obvious from day one. From day one to every black person <laughs> who has tried to get into college, and the system is rigged, and rigged? we did do that. Rigged, you say? Rigged. Tell me more. So. <laughs> And Becky and Felicity Hoffman. Huffman. Huffman. Yeah, I think okay. Huffman. And, um, and Becky's husband, Massimo. Massimo. Um, the fashion designer. Yep. 
um, all got indicted in this college, what do they call it? Bribery scheme? Um, no, the name of the, the thing was Varsity Blues. That's what they called it. That, oh, that was the name of the uh, investigation? The investigation. Yeah, the FBI loves to name their investigations. <laughs> what, like, do you ever notice like, that? It makes it fun. Well, remember, remember there was this whole, uh, the thing that took down the, uh, governor of Illinois some years back? They called that Operation Silver Shovel. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's, like, some, there's... Look at me, I said that right. Yes. That's a hard name to pronounce. Mm. Let me ask you something. Do you think that there's, like, this is a little off track, or mm. maybe a lot off track. Yeah. Do you think that there's just an FBI agent that sits around and just comes up with names for the fucking, uh, operations that they go... No, like what? If, what if what if the Donald Trump investigation calls Operation Orange Troll? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it's not. But I don't think it's one person who. I think it's like a collective. And he's like, okay, we need a name for this. Yo, and then they come up shout with, out to the creativity, they, though. Man, let me tell you, it's hilarious. So, what was the name of this investigation again? Varsity Blues, like the Vers- movie. like the movie, right? Because that's yeah. what it is. Okay. Yo, shout out to them being movie fans. Call. Right. But continue. Sorry. So a total of 50 adults, 33 of them were uh, parents, mm-hmm. have been indicted for trying to get their kids into college illegally by donating money to coaches, mm-hmm. which is bad, by faking profile, athletic profiles, taking mm-hmm. pictures with their kids. And then putting their kids' pictures Photoshopping on top of athletes, athletes' pictures. Photoshopping, yep. You know, faking a whole profile. Like, yeah, she used to be on this team in mm-hmm. high school and blah, blah, Oh, faking, faking disabilities. Disabilities. Mm-hmm. This, let me tell you something. So fucked up. Entirely fucked up. So they did that and also paying people to ha- take their tests for them. The SAT, or right. fixing the the test for them. Yep. So, and Becky has two daughters and both of them got in like that. Okay? Mm-hmm. But pull yourself up by your bootstraps, right? You know, but affirmative action. You know? <laughs> yeah. But affirmative action. Okay? By the way, apparently if you donated some money to the school, you could get your kid in like that and then well, that's, that's, that's legal. That's, that's been well known for quite but a long time. apparently that's legal though. Well, that's how W got in. Yeah, I'm sure. That's probably how Trump got in. I'm sure. Yeah, that's 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 okay. So, the way it was explained is like for anyone who's ever had to apply to college, right? The way it works is that there's the front door, right, which everyone applies, and then based upon your test scores, your transcripts, and all of that. That you yourself. That you to yourself say? did, right? So you take your SAT or your ACT. You have your GPA, you have letters of recommendation, all of that, and then you apply to the colleges that you want to go to. And if you're trying to apply to like an Ivy League school or a school that has like high standards for admissions, say like Duke, Stanford, um, Caltech, these places, it's very hard to get in because these schools attract the cream of the crop, right? Even Cal Berkeley, even though it's considered a liberal arts school, is very difficult to get into, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's the front door. The back door has always been about wealth and influence. Mm-hmm. In which Daddy Warbucks donates a wing to the library. Yeah. And they let you in as a legacy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, donor. 
Buddy. Right? That's big in Harvard, especially in the Ivy League. But everywhere. Right? If your parents have, if they money long and old, they can probably get you in there. Right? Yeah. This is called the side door. Right? And, like, everything you described there is apparently illegal because it involves fraudulent activity conducted through the mail. So they really got them on mail fraud and honest mail fraud, I think Honest it's... mail fraud is what it is. Yeah, honest mail fraud and regular mail fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way they did it, they paid lots of money. Becky paid 500 k to get her two daughters in school. Now, here's the thing, right? One of the daughters doesn't even want to be in school. Nope. She said that on her YouTube channel. Because that's what she wants to do. She wants to be a YouTuber. And she said, really, I'm just going for the parties and, you know, the keggers and all that. Okay, so it wasn't about your child getting in. It was about you saying that your child was getting into the school. It's this the stupidest shit I've ever heard of in my life. You know what it's about, though, right? What? It's really about to be able to brag. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, oh, my child goes here. Mm-hmm. Girl, shut the fuck up. Okay? And now, here you are. You know, lost your little Hallmark job. That was a bag. Okay? Full House said, no more Aunt Becky. That's another bag. Okay, your daughter lost her two endorsements, two more bags, and then you pulled them out of school before they could get bullied. Okay, you mean expelled. Right. Okay, that's what you did. Yep. I don't, here's the thing. Y'all always talk about how we, as a people, as a people, Mm -hmm. don't try hard enough and all you gotta do is just work hard. Work hard. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But that's not it. Nope. Because if that was the case, then more black kids would get in. Okay? Let me me tell you something. But you take the spots away from them by doing this. By using your wealth and privilege and your access. For children that don't even want to be there. And who aren't qualified. (laughs) They're not qualified. They don't have the fucking scores to get in. So they, you know what? Go to fucking community college like everyone else. But that's not what you want. That's right. not what you want. I so you're going to cheat the system while sitting you're there. depriving so many people. That's why I'm glad all these, their students now filing a class action lawsuit. $500 million against okay. all these schools. Against these schools. And why haven't the schools been charged? That's really the question. Why haven't the schools been charged? Because they're just as complicit as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay? Don't think they didn't you wanna know. You want to know why? Because a lot of these lawmakers... Are graduates of these schools. Mm-hmm. And also, a lot of them got in by these means. I bet. Or at least through the back door. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Remember when President Obama first got elected and the trolls started tweeting about all things Obama? Mm-hmm. That there seemed to be a jealousy there. There was a jealousy there. Right. There's a jealousy. And it's because... Or anyone that you hear talk about... Affirmative action being unfair to white people. Right? Let me tell you how affirmative action works. Affirmative action works by letting qualified 
black students in. Affirmative action is there specifically to counter the privilege that white people enjoy in this country. Because of... Because of their whiteness. Because of nothing else. Because of what you did to us. Imagine, imagine, imagine having every fucking advantage of being white and still being so shitty of a fucking student that your parents have to buy your way into fucking college. And they don't feel bad about that. They They don't feel bad about it at all. And it's like, yo... Don't talk to me about fairness. Don't talk to me about a rising tide floats all boats. Because you know what? That's a fucking lie. Right? It does float all boats. But the problem is not everybody got a fucking boat. You yeah. fucking idiot. For those of us who don't have a have boat, a, a rising jacket. tide just drowns you. Okay? No one wants to live on a fucking boat. I'm not a fish. What the fuck? I don't think anything's going to happen... Beyond this. Nope. I don't think any policy is going to change because that would be too much like right. Nope. I I just think that these people are going to get in trouble. They're going to get big time slap, hands slapped on the wrist. And old girl already done lost some bags. She's going to lose As some she more should. bags. Yep. You know. They, 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 they wrote her out of the, uh, the last season of Fuller House. Thank the new you. season that's coming out. She gone from there. Oh, well, Aunt Becky. You know. All of that Jesse for is so disappointed. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Do you remember that movie? Danny in Tanner the- would never do this for DJ, okay? Nope. Because Danny T- Tanner was a good. He good was dude. a man of integrity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Integrity. He ruined That's- it. Well, it's all a lie. Everyone knows it's a lie. Let me tell you something. Do you remember the movie in the 80s where the dude faked being black to get into college? Yes. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. They fake being an athlete. They fake being disabled. They had motherfucking SAT proctors taking the test for them. What kind of? <laughs> so Wait, and this isn't even for them to get a scholarship. Like, here's the thing, right? Imagine if college was free. Imagine how many more black students would get in. Because there's plenty of qualified black students who can make it in through the regular admissions. Yeah. They just can't afford to fucking pay. Yeah. Right, the number one barrier to a college education is the cost. Right, so imagine your parents being rich enough to pay for you to go to any school, and you being dumb, so fucking dumb, you can't even just make it in. You just can't make it in. Like, how fucking stupid are you? Go to a state school. Like, you live in California. Let me tell you something. That was Donald Trump for real. California has some of the best. Like, and like, here's the fucked up part. USC is actually Catholic, right? There we go again. That's that's the that's the school that uh, I think Aunt Becky's uh, kid was going to or whatever. USC. USC, right? That's a Catholic university. Okay. Right. So that's a private Catholic school. Imagine a Catholic institution being corrupt. No, really. <laughs> Fuck out of okay. here. Wow. Right. Surely you just not the pious nuns. Of the Catholic oh, okay. Church. Okay, okay. Fuck out of here. Anyway, <laughs> but California has one of the best college systems. The public schools, the public colleges in California are amazing, okay? Caltech, Berkeley, I think, I don't know if UCLA is actually private or public, but there are, there are like, like Santa Barbara, UC Davis. Like, all of these, like, California has one of the best 
college school systems, public school systems there are. And if you're from California, your your um if you can get in, your tuition is pretty low. Okay. Like that's that's the way it goes. Like so, we're from Illinois, right? right? So if we could make it into college, our tuition is probably only three or four thousand dollars a year, hmm. right? Not that much, no. right? Where we're from, Chicago, UIC was considered a great school to go to for poorer kids because it was a commuter college for a long time. They didn't have dorms, right? So you traveled back and forth, but it was still a university education, and it was relatively cheap, and it cost much more than a um, city college education. Than a um a junior junior college right right so like that's how it works so so what if you can't get to USC or whatever just go to another fucking college but that's not what they want right but like if if you if you didn't have to pay for college black people and other minorities would be in college so much more because college isn't really about how intelligent you are college has always been about privilege a college education is privilege it's only lately. Because we have affirmative action, because we have scholarship programs, that college also produces some of the best and brightest minds. Hmm. And a lot of the best and brightest minds don't come from America. Right? Yeah. If, you, if you look at Microsoft, if you look at Silicon Valley, the majority of their employees are Indian. From the continent of India. Right. On guest visas. Right? Huge. Like, so immigrants have always been humongous in terms of this country's technical expertise, mm. right? So whether it be um, black people being enslaved and helping the agricultural of this, the agricultural base of this country grow in the beginning, mm-hmm. whether it be um, Chinese and Japanese immigrants with the railroads and all of the West Coast helping that out, right. whether it be, you know, Mexican-Americans, all it, so all it's always been about immigrants bringing new blood into the country and making the country now. stronger. And you don't want immigrants anymore. Why? Because they're not lily white like you. Mm. Because they're brown skin, you have a problem with it now. Just because they're afraid. You know, and it's like, and this is all part of it, right? You sitting up here, you got every advantage in the world. You're white in America. Your parents are rich. All you got to do is go to school. And look, if that white girl don't want to go to school and she want to become a YouTuber, that's I personally fine. don't see a problem with that, but there's like that that's a vibe like look. There's a lot of people Bill Gates didn't finish college. Right? He was at Harvard, but he didn't finish. College is for everyone. Exactly. Right? And it doesn't have to be for everyone. No. So if your child has no interest in going, why the fuck are you buying their way in? Why are you forcing them to go? To right. And then like just because they couldn't get into USC, let them go to fucking community college. But that's it's about her ego. See, that's, uh, they showed a clip of her on the uh, on like a talk show. Oh, we're so proud of her and this that and other. Yeah. So you you out here you out here crowing about your kid's accomplishment. Right. She she worked so hard. She didn't she work she at worked, all. She didn't work hard. She didn't work at all. Like they, at all. they showed the picture of it. She's just sitting there. She's like, uh, I guess I'm here. She's there for the parties. And that's fine. Go to a party school then. You don't even have to go to college to party. Just party. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's just... Look. Again. This is the craziest shit. 
because we already knew that this happened. But now all of a sudden, everyone's all shook up and they don't understand how this could happen. It happens because this has been going on forever. Right, it's, it's now the do same something news. about it. Change it. Right, it's like... It's like Create uh, some laws or something. Like, let me tell you something. In this country especially, if you want to know what's really going on, you should look to what happens to black people, what happens to Hispanic people, and what happens to Asian people. Because the bullshit happens to us first. <laughs> Right, yeah. we're 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 the canaries in the cave. Wow, that's fucked up. But that I mean, like, you want to know if the economy's going to be bad? Look at what's happening to the people who are normally disenfranchised. If they're having a fucked up time, it's coming for you, white people. Cause it it ain't gonna just stop with us. It hits us first, and it hits us hardest. But it's gonna hit your ass too. That's just the way it goes. Mm, mm, mm. That's just how it goes. And like, with this shit. The shit has always been unfair. It's always been stacked. You had every advantage. You had every built-in advantage. And you still couldn't take advantage of it. And so you go cheat your way to the front. That's and like these these college waste. coaches. How are they not fucking indicted? Some of them are. All of them. These athletic directors. Indicted. And let me tell you something. None of this shit was going on. Without the fucking provost of the university. Being aware. They should be indicted too. Okay, all of these motherfuckers, all of you, USC, everybody, get them out of there. Get them out of there. This is a conspiracy on a grand fucking scale. They're not going to do that, though. Okay, yeah, of course they're not, because they got enough protection. They got enough pull somewhere, right? Just like anything else in this country, it can be bought, right? Your justice system can be bought. Your school system can be bought. Obviously. Everything can be bought. Everything's about the almighty fucking dollar. Money, 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 right? money. And the privilege that comes with the dollar. Hmm. Fucking ridiculous. Ugh. It's getting on my fucking nerves. Yeah. Alright. So is that it for those topics? Because I want to talk about yeah. something happy. <laughs> so, new season of American Gods. Yay. So, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. American Gods is a... Start off as a book by Neil Gaiman. Good book. Mm-hmm. Also wrote the Anansi Boys. Also good book. Also good book. Excellent books. Highly recommended if you guys read or Audible. How you consume your printed material. It's up to you. But um, it's been turned into a show on stars. Um, it's got a second season. First episode was last Sunday. Mm-hmm. This past Sunday. It Shadow was Moon. Shadow Moon. Mr. Wednesday. Anansi. Played by Orlando Bloom. Played to the hilt by Orlando Bloom. And what's the actor's name who plays Mr. Wednesday? He's the He's the guy who was in John Wick with the deep voice, kind of the old man. He's been in a lot of things. I don't know his name. Oh, God. Let me let me look. Oh, right. Okay. Look it up. He plays Mr. Wednesday. And I cannot recommend this show enough. Yeah, it's it is it is interesting. The plot line twists and turns. It's so good. I agree that it's good. It's so good. I really I like enjoy it. I, I it. but I I read the books and I love the book and the show doesn't really follow the book and I am I am perfectly okay with that because it's still 
happens within that universe and it happens in the it's still surprising. Right. Right. Sometimes things like that go off the rails like with uh True Blood. True Blood started off pretty good and then it just went completely uh, batshit crazy. Just... The writing got lazy. Um I know there's a lot of people who are huge Game of Thrones fans. I've never been one of them. But there's always been a complaint that, you know, just fucking taking forever to get any fucking new anything for really to happen in the in the thing. I, I, don't, I can't relate. Game of, Thrones. Game of Thrones is just not my cup of tea. Nope. I know this is not like a, you know, everyone loves Game of Thrones and that's cool. Um, just not my thing. But American Gods... If you guys are looking for something to watch besides Power on Stars, I highly recommend that because I think Power is really the thing that people watch on Stars. Oh, okay. Um, at least according to my Twitter timeline, um, I recommend that. And then also, for those who are looking for something that may be a little bit longer than just one season, The Magicians. Ah, yes. That comes on Sci-Fi. Okay. That is also in a new season. And whoo, this season is a doozy. I think this is its fourth season, I believe. Mm-hmm. Might be its fifth. Fourth or fifth season. I do like um, that show too. The show, like, now, I came to The Magicians through you. Yes. I right? Think we and said this we, before. I think, we, yeah, we may have talked about this before. But the new season of The Magicians is really good. It's like, it's deep as fuck. It really is. And it's very interesting. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Cannot recommend it enough. Okay. Also, one last thing. New episode of Black Ink Crew. Yeah. New York. What do you think? This will be my last season watching it. Really? Yep. Like, I I, I, I like Black Ink Crew. I'm I think, it. I think that it's become too scripted as it's gone along. Yeah. I I think the appeal of Black Ink Crew was that it didn't feel so scripted at first. No, but it's becoming. You can see it. It's so. It's so. It's like obvious. Black Ink Chicago. You can really see it on. This yeah. Show. It's. Yeah. I stopped. I can't watch it. You I know? did. I watched this last season because, like, even it. though you could tell it was scripted, I kind of liked the script. Okay. I liked the script, so I was like, okay, so I don't even think a reality show is a reality for the most part because they're not. They're not. Right, but like. Black Ink Crew, the original one, the one based in New York, at least for the first two or three seasons, I think it was just kind of on its own. Yeah. And Black Ink Crew wasn't shoved. Like, the the fans supported it because it got canceled at one point. And the fans, like, made such a fucking... They howled about it and they came back. And Caesar has done what you're supposed to do with your fame. He has taken that... He yes, he has grown his brand and his businesses. Right. He he always talked about he on some mogul shit and it seems like he really he ain't just talking it, he doing it, he walking it. Because he has tattoo shops all over the fucking country now. And a lot of them you don't even see. See that's that's how you know the money's really there. He's really making his money. Cause he don't need like I mean he still has the T V show and all that, but he's also expanding that brand. So it's like He's he's playing the game right. Yeah. You know, and that does, like, that makes me feel good about someone, like, television is exploitive, right? Especially reality television, <laughs> right? You're being exploited for 
the production company and the television stations profit, right? What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to exploit them back yeah. and generate profit for yourself. Not just off the check that they give you, right. but Make from the exposure that it gives you, right? And so a prime example of that on Love & Hip Hop is um, Joe Button and Sin, Remy Ma and Papoose, right? These are people who are on a reality television show, but unlike a lot of the Love & Hip Hop, um, they are making moves outside of what they normally move in. And branching into different areas using that exposure to grow outside of what they were when they got on there. Right. A prime example of what not to do would be Love and Hip Hop Atlanta with Stevie J. Right. Stevie J was already Stevie J before he got on there. And now he's just. The low budget Bobby and Whitney. Right. With him and Faith Evans. Yeah. Right. They're going to be on the new season. But it's just like. Not full time. You know. He's still going to be on there though. But so, you you understand what I'm saying? It's like, but like, did he really grow himself outside of what he was already? No. Like he, I mean, he still was a producer. He still does that, right? But like on the Love and Hip Hop New York, you see, like even Yandy, Yandy was just kind of like a manager, right? Yeah. Right. So like, she still does that, but like, she's grown herself outside of what she was when she first started. Yeah, she got products and stuff right. like that. You know what I'm saying? So like they like the hustle. The hustle in the people, like, that's the way you're going to do it. If you're going to be on a reality show, you got to hustle. You got to make it. And understand that what you're using is a platform to grow yourself outside of that platform. Right. Longevity. Right. Because that the show will end. <laughs> you will be ended. Right. Or you'll get written off. Right. And that's fine. But what happens afterwards, right? So, like, Joe Budden could get written off. Like, they, he don't have to come back for another season because he has his podcast. He has his other show. Um, State, of the culture. State of the culture. He got another show. Like he just he he expanded, 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 expanded. Right. Whereas like even Safari, right? Who a lot of people say is a clown or whatever. Like he got his uh his uh dildo deal off of that. Yes. You know, like that's that's a check. That's that a seven check, figure check. Seven figure check. Right. I ain't mad at take take your millions, my guy. Like yeah, take your money. Even rich dollars. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I don't think that he's made the moves as big as if he has. Joe, we, or, we don't see it. Well, but he might be moving behind the scenes. That's what I said. If we, if you know what has, I'm saying? But like it, see it, it seems like on love, it seems more so than any other reality show that Black and Crew and Love and Hip Hop New York that the people, the characters that we see, that they actually move and exploit themselves, exploit their fame that they get from that to better themselves and i love that i'm sure there are other people doing that but these are the ones that we see because these are the shows that we see right exactly and like you know it's the opposite of culture vulturism right okay full circle right it's the opposite of because i think a lot of these shows prey upon blackness as entertainment without Uplifting the people that it preys upon. Hmm. Right? A lot of these shows do. Um, Real Housewives being an example. In my opinion. The Real Housewives of Atlanta was the biggest one. and Right, it was for a long time. Yeah. Right, and what did they get out of it? Besides people going to jail? I mean, 
Candy is making money as always. But she always buy her money. Yeah, I mean... Phaedra, husband got locked up and... Well, I mean, that's because he was doing the legal stuff, so, I mean... Well, I mean, Phaedra acting like she didn't have no part of it. I don't know about that. She did, but, you know, whatever. Allegedly, allegedly. So, I don't know, because I don't... Again, it depends on... Anyone else from there that you... Like, I mean... Cynthia, she got a modeling. She got her... But she already had that? She got, like, eyeglassware products. Okay, so that's that's a come up. Luggage and stuff. Okay. Right, so it's like, make sure that the like the the reality show is going to extract its price from you right and the price it extracts is your dignity a lot of times cuz you going to be looking real stupid on television and we they all don't look, pay y'all enough to be fighting on TV like that i mean really but here don't. but here's the thing is like they they set the shit up yeah it's like oh let's put these two people who don't like each other in there Right, and the thing is that you kind of got to do it because you're on the show. So you got to advance the storyline. What I loved about Love and Hip Hop New York this season, right, was that there was some conflict, but there wasn't a lot of fighting. Yeah. Right? There was arguments. There was disagreements. Mm -hmm. But, like, on grown people shit, like, all that fighting, that's some young people shit. Like, once once you pass 30... I ain't got time for all that. You know what I'm saying? My knees hurt when I wake up in the morning. Fuck you. Like, straight up, man. I'm out here getting this money. Right. I ain't got time to be dilly-dallying and fucking around with you. You know? I just... I don't. Right. And even the people who were known for throwing hands, like, was it Anaya Lee? Yeah. Yeah, she was like, she was like, I am not trying to be that. I'm, tr- I'm serious about this shit. Like, but understand, I will, fu- I will fuck you up. If I need to, but I'm not like like look at her showing growth and restraint. Cause there was a couple times, especially with uh the transgender uh Sydney. Sydney Star. Mm-hmm. She jumped at her. Yeah. yeah and Lee Nia Lee was like, What the fuck is you jumping at, bitch? And like she was just she was just, she just looked at her like, huh? Like she cocked her head like That was that was ridiculous. Like just 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 re- re- like, and here's the thing, right, about Sydney Star. Oh, boy. Right? Learn how to rap. Right? <laughs> you you want to break into the industry? Put in the work. Mm. Right? There are people who will cape for you. Right? Because, mm-hmm. like, what everyone needs is representation. What everyone seeks is validation and representation. Right? But it doesn't matter that you just are transgender. Yeah. Right? What else what else you got? Right. That doesn't matter. What matters is are your bars fire. Yeah. Right? And they weren't. They, they were, were trash. trash. They were hot garbage, right? Like, I mean, prime example, Cardi B, right? Cardi B when she first started, eh, not so much. But she worked, she worked, she got better and better, and she popped. And when she popped, she took full advantage. Right. It'll take a full advantage. Okay, she out here getting this money. You know, but like, it's like, you might not pop that big, but if you work, like, I've seen progress from people on there. You know, yeah. you have to, like, you have to keep growing. You have to move yourself forward. Joe started off on there at the beginning. He was basically a failed rapper. Right? So he reinvented himself. 
Right. I mean, really, when the when he was first on there in the beginning, right? He was just the guy who had that one hit. He was in the industry, but he was his career was, in his words, cold as ice. Right. I didn't watch right. it then. Huh? I didn't watch it then. So. Right. I mean, but like, I mean, he. This is what he's talked about. Right. Right. And so what he did was he was like, okay, I'm a creative person. This ain't really working, but I know that I. He's like, I have a name. I have a certain amount of cachet from my name, yeah. which gives me access to things. What else can I do? Right. Right? There you go. Flexibility. Right? Being able to read the situation. Right? Joe understanding more so than a lot of people that the internet was the future. Yeah. Right? And then placing himself. And then having the faith in himself that when things went wrong at Complex... To walk away from a bad deal. Yeah. And just hold on until something better came along. And now he out here like Lil Duval living his best life. <laughs> okay. Okay. Another person living his best life. Lil Duval. Comedian, but like he always sung, right? He oh, That was always part of his co- comedy. And now he out here smile bitching and, you know, pull up. Mm-hmm. He got number one albums in the country. Rich broke lifestyle. He always talk about that. Live rich broke. Like you look like you rich, but I'm balling on the budget. Don't spend your money when you don't have it. These are lessons. I mean, just but like you know, you you say that you admire these people. Like take the lessons that they taught you, apply them to your life, and do what it is that you can do. Whatever that is, right? So that that's gonna do it for me. But a couple shout outs, right? To Roy Hobbs, whose album drop called When Other Shoe Drops. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. It's for free on Seven Odds Records. Um, shout out to Baron, who is going to be coming with his show The Fade on YouTube. And then a shout out to a very special listener who's been having a rough time, who contacted me and I understand how hard it is, and I'm so happy that you're making it through. And that's to anyone. If you're going through it, we all go through it. But just keep going through it with us. We'll get through it. Amen. And that's it for me. Anything you want to say? Yes, please. Like and review. Rate and review. Comment, subscribe. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Music. Yeah, that's Google Play. It um, says Google Play Music on my thing. Okay. That's why I listen. Alright. Um, wow. Facebook group? Um, our Facebook group, Tangent Train. <laughs> we was off on one today, boy. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, so, yeah about three or four of them. Okay. Um... Twitter is Pod Randomly. Okay. At Pod Randomly, yeah. Yeah. You can contact us on there. Yes, please send suggestions. Inbox um, is always open. Hey everybody. Um, so we are looking for suggestions for our eighty movie night, the um the bonus episodes that we do. So the choices are going to be um, what's your choice, Rain? Fuck. 
Breaking, I think you said? Yes, Breaking. Breaking, right. The breakdance movie from the early 80s. Um, and my choice is going to be Weekend at Bernie's. So what I want you to do is I want you to head on over to our Twitter, which is at... Randomly Pod. Randomly Pod or Random Pod? Which one? Randomly Pod. No, Pod Randomly. At Pod Randomly. Pod Randomly. It's P-O-D-R-A-N-D-O-M-L-Y. P-O-D-R-A-N-D-O-M-L-Y. At Pod Randomly. Yes. Right, so head on over to At Pod Randomly and vote. Let us know what you would like to hear for our next 80s movie night. Again, the choices are Breaking or Weekend at Bernie's. Um, we want to thank everyone for listening to this episode. Yes. We really appreciate so all of our listeners. Everyone. 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 One of you. And for those of you who had a bad week, I'm sorry. Next week will be better. For those of you who had a great week, may next week be better too. See you. Bye. Bye.